Simply Living for Him podcast. I'm Karen DeBuse from Simply Living for Him. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Simply Living for Him podcast. On this podcast, I talk about all things simple, whether it's life out here on our little hobby farm, how I keep it simple in my home school, or you'll always just hear a lot about Jesus because I truly do believe the remedy for clutter and chaos in our world is Jesus. The more we desire him, the less we naturally desire the things of this world and the easier it is to live more simply. So today I have like an array of topics. I don't know that I'm gonna choose just one. I'm truly letting the spirit lead me on this because we have a lot to catch up on. It's been more than two weeks since I released a podcast episode and I'm gonna fill you in and we're just gonna chat about some different things um, and we'll see where it goes. Sometimes the best episodes I do are really the ones that aren't planned. So let's see how this one goes. Before we start, I wanna thank my podcast sponsor as always, Apologia. Apologia is a Christ-centered, award-winning homeschool curriculum provider. Um, I love their biblical worldview in all that they offer. Right now, you can discover the science and math of baking and enter to win a free Apologia science or math curriculum set of your choice. How cool is that? So we all know that we're doing holiday baking right now, so you can enter to win the hands-on learning through baking contest. So your kitchen is the perfect place for making memories. It's also a great place to mix science and math into your baking. Want to learn this holiday season while you're in the kitchen? You can download Apologia's free ebook, Baking Spirits Bright, and you can enter to win their homeschool curriculum giveaway. That is super cool. I love that we can integrate life into our homeschool, real life learning, and we can incorporate some of the holidays in there as well. So head over to Apologia.com. They still still have free shipping on orders over $150 in the contiguous United States. So go stock up this holiday season. Check out everything they offer at Apologia.com. All right, so it's been since before Thanksgiving since I've been on the podcast. First, let's see, I don't even, I want to say first, but there's like a million things I want to say. First, 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 um, I'm going to say thank you to all of you who listened in 2022 because I know it's kind of like corny. Some people don't like it, but Spotify releases those little statistic things. They're wrapped uh, of the year and you can see like all the music you listen to or the podcasts you listen to um, over the years. And then you can share that on your social media. I shouldn't say over the years, over the year. And they also release that for podcasters to show you who's listening to your podcast, how many people listen, where they listen, all that kind of stuff. 
And I was super excited to see that this podcast really grew over the past year. It's been, you know, reaching many countries all around the world. I know that it's listened to on every continent, but Antarctica, which is truly amazing. Um, and it also just shows that every single person who listens, as I look at it, I don't look at it as a stat like most people would with their podcast, you know, in a business sense. I look at it, look at it as I've been able to share my message of Jesus all around the world. And if that's growing, the, the stats are growing. That means that the amount of people who hear the message are growing. And, you know, for each person that hears it, I always think about the ripple effect. So they may hear something encouraging, or they may hear about Jesus for the first time, or they may just, you know, turn back to Jesus or whatever it is. And it's not just what's um, how it affects them, but then it affects the people that they come in contact with. So one person hears about Jesus, then they share that in their life, and those people hear about Jesus, and the ripple effect can be huge. So I thank you all for listening and sharing. Like I said, when you share the podcast, that just helps me get my message out there to more people. The more people listening, the more opportunities to share Jesus. So thank you guys for all your support. I also love hearing from you. I've heard from a lot of you lately about um, the podcast and what you've enjoyed listening to and your feedback. And I ask you to continue doing that. It helps me to know what to talk about, what you want to hear about. Um, and you can communicate that with me by emailing me at karen at simplylivingforhim.com or you can always message me on social media on Facebook or Instagram or you can leave me a voicemail at anchor.fm slash simply living for him. I love hearing your voices as well. So feel free to reach me in any of those ways. Um, make a great Christmas gift this year if you want to share the Simply Living for Him devotional. I haven't shared much about my books lately, um, but if you have a homeschooling mom in your life, I have my best-selling homeschool books still available on Amazon. My Simply Living for Him devotional, which is for all women, not just homeschoolers, those would make great great Christmas gifts for the ladies in your life. So you can go check those out on Amazon. Um, also, if you're looking into the new year for school and you want to do something different, I have two e-courses available, Bible-based homeschooling, which shows you how to teach every course, um, every subject, I should say, using the Bible, and also simplify your homeschool. If your new year's resolution is to kind of simplify, then you'll want to look at that e-course as well. You can find those on my website at simplylivingforhim.com. Click on the e-courses button. You can see both of those. We have actually in our school this year been doing an amazing uh, study of plants and animals of the Bible, kind of using the Bible as our main textbook again, uh, at least for my eighth grader. And we have just been having an amazing time uh, learning about animals. In the new year, we'll be moving over to botany and plants and things like that. But we're relating it all to the Bible. And it's just been super um, educational, super enlightening for all of us. And we're just having a great time. So if you want to hear more about that, let me know because I want to put together something um, probably when I'm done with this year to kind of summarize how we did that. Maybe I'll turn that into an e-course. Who knows? Um, you know, I'm always looking for ideas. The problem that I have as a visionary, this will bring me into some of the new updates here for Simply Living for Him and just life in general. The problem for me as a visionary is I am always full of ideas. I will never run out of ideas. 
It's just finding the time to do them. And as you guys know, this past year, one of the new things for me starting in September is I started a part-time job at my church. First time I have worked um, besides simply living for him since I've been a married woman. And so I have been trying to get into the groove of doing that um, and our schedule on top of, you know, we still have to homeschool and it's just a small part-time job. It's not a ton of hours, but, um, you know, I throw myself into everything I do. So I'm always all in and it does, it occupies a lot of my, um, not just physical time, but my mental energy as well. And um, so far, everything had been fine managing, simply living for him, homeschooling and that. And then just throw in the holidays the past few weeks and everything kind of started to fall apart. And that's why the podcast I wasn't able to record. It's hard to find time to just like get a quiet house these days and to sit and record. Um, But let me tell you about Thanksgiving. I hope you guys all had an amazing time with family. So my son came home the week before Thanksgiving from South Carolina. As you guys know, last year he did a gap year program called One Life Institute. And this year he's doing kind of like a, a second year. This is why I don't even want to call it a gap year program anymore. I feel like we should call it um, a post high school alternative educational program because he's not going on to regular college. So it's really not like a gap year. He's just doing an alternative way of learning. Um, So this year he's doing a second year of One Life and it's down in South Carolina, but it's focused on trades and he's learning all kinds of trades. Many of you have asked me about it. I am going to record an entire separate podcast episode, I think. I'm going to do a special episode, um, hopefully very soon. Uh, I want to say this week, but I'm not going to hold myself to that. But um, I want to do like a midweek or a special episode solely on... uh, you know, post homeschool life and what that looks like for young adults and trans, uh, the transferring of, you know, homeschool into real life and how college is not necessarily something you have to do. And so um, I will do an entire episode, like I said, just about that because I know a lot of my listeners, um, they don't have kids at that age or they don't have kids at all or they're not, you know, looking at that stage of life right now. So that's why I'm going to do a totally just separate special episode. But I have been requested by many people to do an episode on that. Uh, So we will be doing a special episode on um, alternatives to college and what happens after homeschool if you don't go on to college or even if you do go on to college and all of that stuff. But anyway, he is in South Carolina for this year only. He'll be coming back in May. And um, he came home. It was an 11 and a half hour drive. He came home for one week at Thanksgiving. So it was wonderful to have him home. I've never gone two and a half months without seeing one of my children. So it was really nice. We hadn't seen him since we dropped him off in the early September. And he was home for a week. Uh, and he drove home and it was a very long drive coming home and a very long drive going back. I don't know if there's much more that can test a parent than their child driving back to school, which I never thought about it, but the Sunday of Thanksgiving weekend, not the right time to travel down the East Coast. Um, what was supposed to be about a 10 and a half hour drive um, turned out to be 16. 
And that was with very little stopping. Like on the way home, he stopped. Um, he was traveling with his girlfriend and they looked at, you know, they did various sightseeing stops. So they took a long time. But coming back down to school, they did not stop a lot. That was all traffic. And so there's nothing worse than being a mom who is staring at the Find Friends app. For you moms out there, you can get this, right? The, uh, the tracking apps. I love and hate tracking apps. Like I don't love them because they can make me crazy. I do love them though because in an emergency or in a time where you need to know where your child is, you can find them. So anyway, you know, I'm tracking and it is not a good place to be because you, you know, they're like not even halfway back and they had been on the road eight hours. And so I can choose to, this is going to bring me to one of the topics I want to talk about. So of course, I always see the spiritual picture in that because, you know, there's nothing worse than being a mom and knowing your child is about, you know, five hours away from home, not even halfway into their trip and just sitting in traffic on the road, right? And there's nothing you can do. You are physically helpless. It's not like I can go and get them and help them. Uh, It's not like I can move the traffic out of the way, right? There is literally nothing you can do but sit there and watch the little dot on the tracking app not move. And, um, you know, knowing that, okay, it's getting dark now and they still have more than halfway to go. And as they get further and further away from home, they're going to be into, you know, the Tennessee and North Carolina mountains, and it's dark. And it's a scary thought because at this point, he's exhausted from driving in all of that traffic and in all of that way. And he has to now navigate the dark and the mountains and the exhaustion and it's just such a scary place as a mom so I was praying you know through that whole time and here's my spiritual example and this is going to be one of the things I wanted to talk about on the podcast about our lack of control in life and really the sovereignty of God and you know Nothing makes you realize your lack of control in life until your adult children are out of your home. And quite frankly, I never had much control over them here when they were home. Yes, we had somewhat control, right? But we have to remember that in the grand scheme of things, God is in control of every single detail, even when we think we're in control, right? Ultimately, he's in control of it all. And... You know, it was like when I was watching that little dot not move on my uh, tracking app, it was like, I have two choices right now. I can sit here and watch this dot move very little for the next hour because watching the dot literally isn't doing anything. It's causing my anxiety to escalate. It's causing me to not do anything else because I'm just constantly refreshing the dot. Um, And it's just, you know, it's not productive. It's not productive. Or I can open up my Bible. I can pray and I can sit at Jesus's feet. I can spend time with the Lord. Now, you can insert any example into here that you would like if you don't have a child who was traveling, uh, you know, 16 hours on Thanksgiving weekend. You know, whatever your life circumstance 
that is happening right now that feels like it's out of control and you're trying to control it, stop like soaking in the spot like I was where you're most out of control. Stop sitting there and go to the one who is in control. And even going to the Lord who is in control isn't going to change the outcome. But it's going to change you in the outcome. It's going to give you uh, something that you cannot do without him. So if I'm sitting and I'm watching the tracker app and I'm not with the Lord, I am not getting peace. I'm certainly not getting joy. Um, I am feeling very anxious and worried. All the things that are really counter to what the Lord gives us. He gives us joy and patience and peace and self-control and all of these things that come from the Spirit. So this is really a picture of operating in the flesh against operating in the Spirit, which I've talked about so many times on the podcast. So wherever you're at right now, I want you to ask yourself, are you operating in the flesh or operating in the Spirit? Because when I went to my Bible and I spent time with the Lord, it wasn't changing the fact of where that little dot was on the app. It wasn't changing the traffic. It wasn't changing anything, but it was changing me in it. And I would far rather walk through that circumstance with the Lord than without. Because without, it draws me away from the Lord and it draws me more and more inward. It makes me feel more and more out, out of control. Even though I somewhat have this false sense of control, like, oh, I know where he is. I'm tracking on the app. Deep down, I'm even realizing, I think, more and more my uh, lack of control over the situation. But yet when I'm with the Lord, I can rest knowing that he is in control. And again, I'm not going to change the outcome. I'm not going to change the fact that it's going to take 16 hours or there's going to be traffic or even if something happened. I'm not going to change that outcome, but I'm certainly going to change me in the outcome because I'm resting in the sovereignty of God. And shouldn't we do that in all situations in our life? Shouldn't we rest in the sovereignty of God? You know, recently somebody posted something, I think it was in our online community, and they were posting different quotes. And as I'm starting to read this quote, and I don't have it in front of me to, to tell you exactly what it said, but it started out with, there is no circumstance in which God isn't in complete control. And I start reading this and I'm like, ooh, that's good. And I start reading it and I'm like, wait, this is a really familiar quote. Oh, wait, this was something I wrote. <laughs> Somebody was quoting me and I didn't remember at first as I was reading it. And I'm like, ooh, this is good. This hits home. And then I'm like, wait, I wrote that. And so it was just so funny how God used my very own words to minister to myself because I was like, oh my goodness, I forgot that I wrote this. And <clears throat> essentially what I had said was, and I needed my own reminding of my own words in that moment was that there is no circumstance in which God is not in complete control. Like literally every atom of the entire universe right now, there is none, nothing 
that isn't in his control. The farthest parts of the universe, the tiniest atom in every star, tiniest molecule in everything around you, the tiniest thing that you can imagine of, of an atom, of an inanimate object right in front of you right now is still being held together by the Lord. Because if one little tiny atom wasn't under God's control, then nothing is under God's control. He is in control of every single thing. So there is no circumstance in your life right now in which God isn't in complete control and in which he isn't walking with you through it and which he isn't with you in it. Isn't that a comfort to know that God is literally in everything? He was in that car going down, you know, to South Carolina with my son. He was in every winding, dark mountain road that he was on. He knew how long exactly it was going to take him to get there. He knew every bit of traffic he would encounter. And that's a comfort. To me, that's truly a comfort. It doesn't make me feel more out of control. It makes me feel greatly comforted to know that the God who loves us, see, that's the important part. We have to remember that he's a loving God. He's a good God. And even when circumstances are bad, tragic even, he is still in control because he knows everything and he knows the greater, bigger picture and he knows how it will all work together for good. And so what a picture to remember that there is nothing out of his control. So in that moment, at one point I was like, all right, put the phone away and go to your word because you're not going to change the circumstances sitting here analyzing where he is. But while he is wherever he is, which is completely out, completely out of your control, you can sit with the Lord. And when you go to his word, something happens. I posted about this recently on Facebook. Something happens when you are in his word. I mean, for me, I can go to pretty dark places sometimes and I can get very inward focused and my Bible can be sitting right there, but I choose to dwell in my thoughts, choose to dwell in my worries, choose to dwell in the cares of this world and it does nothing edifying for me. And there have been some pretty dark times where I will just open up his word and literally I can feel it upon reading the first word of the passage. There's a power that comes over me because that's the power of the spirit. The Bible is alive and active and it has the power to transform us. And so we can walk through a dark circumstance without it, or we can walk through a dark circumstance with it. Either way isn't going to change the circumstance, but who wouldn't want to walk through a dark circumstance filled with the power of our almighty God? And I have seen that power transforming. And there's been times where I'm like, I see the Bible sitting there and I know I should open it. Not because, oh, that's the right thing you should do, but that's where you will find life and light in your dark places. And I know that there are times where the enemy tries to stop me from opening it. For some reason, he makes me think that when I dwell in my own thoughts and in my dark places, that that's better for me than than, you know, opening up his word. I want to, you know, talk about that 
in light of another topic, um, actually, that I want to talk about today in the podcast, our world right now, okay, I think I've been saying this for the past few years on the podcast, our world is upside down, blah, blah, blah. Oh my goodness, it's upside down more than ever. Like, I saw some things yesterday online that I wish I had never seen, photos of things that I can't unsee of the complete evil in this world, and I was just, I'm still today, like, just dumbfounded. Like, I know the world is evil, but then sometimes it goes in your face and you see things and you're just like, what on earth? What on earth is this world becoming? And again, we are bombarded, not just with all the evil things that are out there, but we are also bombarded with distractions and information and all these things that are drawing us away from the Lord. I would always ask yourself, whatever you're doing, whether you're online, whether you're watching a show, whether you're in a conversation with somebody, or you're just sitting alone with your own thoughts, like happens to me sometimes. Is this drawing me away from the Lord or is this drawing me to him? Are the conversations I'm having right now drawing us to the Lord? Are we kind of going down the wrong path with our words? Are the things that I'm watching on Netflix right now drawing me away from the Lord? Or are they helping me in my walk with the Lord? Are the things that I'm watching online, are the things that I'm reading, the photos that I'm looking at, are the thoughts in my head right now drawing me away or drawing me near? And if they're drawing you away, it's time to stop and reevaluate. And you know, maybe sometimes they're not directly drawing you near. Maybe it's just truly just like a, you know, uh, entertaining show or something. But if it's drawing you away in any way, then it needs to go. And I would say that about all the distractions. I posted something on Instagram the other day that was talking about all the distractions, right? I mean, I, I can literally just scroll for one minute and I've been told, you know, how to change your life, how to change your face, how to change your homeschool, how to change your home, you know, do this, do that, you'll have a better life. And I'm like, are we just like building a Tower of Babel? Because the truly way to change your life is to follow the Lord. And what happens to our human little mind is we cannot take in all this information like we become more confused than ever. We are thinking like, oh, that thing said I should do this, but oh, that thing said I should do that. And oh, this thing says I should act this way, but this thing says I should do. And it's just like, and my house should look like this and my home, you know, my kids should look like this and I should look like that. It is all too much. And so I think at this like holiday season, as we approach Christmas, as we're in Advent, I think it would be just such, it would be a Christmas miracle if we could all just like turn it off. I'm talking to myself here because I can get just as wrapped up as anyone else. Turn it off. We are waiting for our Savior's birth to celebrate. We are waiting for the light of the world to come. Why are we spending so much time in the darkness? We should be so focused on the light that we don't even desire 
to spend time in the darkness. Because quite frankly, that's what a lot of it is. Now, I'm not saying everything. Goodness, I work on the internet, so I don't want to say everything out there is darkness. My ministry, a lot of what I do takes place online. So hopefully that is a light. But hopefully it is something out there that points you to him and it draws you to him. That's why I do what I do. But there is so much out there that draws you away, that distracts you, that tells you how to live when all along we have it right in front of us. Why don't we choose it first? It truly would be a Christmas miracle if we could all just put it away. I feel like if you put it away just for a little while, how would you ever want to go back to so much darkness? Because you spent time in the light. The more, it's what I say at the beginning of the episode, the more you desire him, the less you will naturally desire the things of this world. When you're listening to the God that created the universe and you're spending time in the word, quite frankly, it gives you the discernment. So when you do go back to whatever it is, Netflix or Hulu or Instagram or Facebook or conversations with others, whatever it is, or even like I said, your own mind sometimes, It gives you the power to say, ooh, I don't really want to spend time here. You have that discernment. But when we're not spending time there, we get confused. Everything seems right, or we're not sure what's wrong, or we're just living like in this utter state of confusion. I've felt it myself lately. I'm just like, whoa, there is just too much information. You can literally find anything about everything online. And our human brains aren't made to take that in. And what happens in the end is we end up feeling despondent, despair, distracted, depressed. In a time where we should be showing the world, the light of the world, the hope of our Savior, the peace, the joy, and the love that come from Jesus. There's very little out there that is offering hope and joy and love and peace. The only thing that truly offers lasting hope, joy, love, peace is Jesus. Sometimes there's things that offer hope for a short time in this world or things that offer, you know, um, a short-lived amount of joy and peace. But the one thing that gives you all of those things forever is Jesus. This world is searching for those things. And the more they search... And don't find Jesus, the more they keep on searching. And the more they keep on searching, the more they keep on finding the wrong things. And the more they keep on finding the wrong things, the more the evil is growing. And so ask yourself, is this drawing me away or drawing me near? Am I drawing people away away, or drawing them near? Are the conversations you're having with others drawing people away or drawing them to him and so we live in such a distracted culture right now truly the remedy for clutter and chaos like I always say is Jesus and our world is getting more and more cluttered and getting more and more chaotic and the only remedy for all of that is Jesus the one last thing I wanted to touch on today is uh I never have had a viral post before. I mean, yes, I've had, I guess, somewhat in my little slice of the internet viral in terms of what would be viral for me. 
But I recently had my first, I think, what I would call viral post for like, you know, actually being viral in terms of the internet. And it was, this is the funniest thing. It was a post, if you've seen it on Instagram and on Facebook, that I wrote after my adult children had left after Thanksgiving. That post was not planned in the least. It wasn't worded in any way for the algorithms. It wasn't written in any way, shape, or form to attract anyone. I literally, like as a writer, like I am a writer, I am a visionary, I am a thinker. Like I have, I am constantly thinking, constantly having thoughts. I'm like constantly writing in my head. That's just how I process things. So it was in a moment where it was completely quiet in my home because everyone was gone. Now I still have two children home, as you know, but two have moved out or one is at school right now. And it was just in the moment when the house was empty, my sons and my husband were out. The older two had left after the holiday. I was sitting in front of the Christmas tree, feeling a little sad, holding back the tears. And I had a thought come to me and I wrote it down. Often that's what I do. I, my notes in my phone is filled with my thoughts. It's like this, on, it, I want to say online diary. It's like a personal diary. And I just wrote it down snapped a picture of our Christmas tree, literally snapped what was in front of me and wrote it down. And I didn't really think twice about it. I just thought I'll share this. You know, it's in the moment of how I'm feeling when um, the house is quiet because this is the funny thing about life. I was counting the days until Thanksgiving because you see, Thanksgiving is the one holiday that I host at my home where I have everyone together under the same roof. And so I realized last year when my daughter got married and um, was no longer living here that Thanksgiving every year was just going to be like the best weekend ever because she and her husband come for the weekend. I have everybody home. We host Thanksgiving dinner and we just have this great weekend together. They decorate for Christmas. It's just super fun. So as we're approaching the Thanksgiving holiday, I'm over here like counting the days and hours. I can't wait to have everybody together. There's so much anticipation and shopping for the food and getting the house ready and just doing all of the things. And I'm over there just like, you know, trying to uh, just, you know, not be that little kid who's just like so excited for Christmas and then it's over because I kind of know in my head it's going to go by so fast. So I'm just trying to be in the moment and do all that stuff. But still, it's inevitable when it happens, right? They come, they eat the food, they stay here, we do all the things, we decorate for Christmas, we just had the best time. And then as quickly as they get here, it's over, right? It goes so fast. And so for 48 hours, I'm in complete bliss. And then they leave and the house is empty. And so I'm writing about that in this this little, you know, short Instagram post. And I literally post it in the moment. And for some reason, it went viral. Like to, today, it's been more than a week. It's been, I think it's a week probably today that it's that I posted it. It just keeps going. It just keeps going. Like it's been shared 4,000 times, you know, and I know for like big bloggers, this isn't a lot, but for me, it was, right? And, you know, like 5,000 or 6,000 times, you know, shared on other platforms. And that was just on Facebook. 
And I've gotten more comments than ever about that. And the moral of this story is, and this is how I will always be with my ministry, is when you are not thinking about all that other stuff, like I certainly wasn't thinking about a, this post going viral at all. I didn't set it up to be aesthetically pleasing or anything. I just took a picture of what was in front of me. Probably filtered it, but like I wasn't setting anything up. Um, and literally didn't write words in any way to plan anything. And that's that's what people you know connect to, the realness. And so it's just like the way that I want to be with my ministry is just, this isn't, I mean, I know some people make a living by their ministry, by their influence, by all that stuff. I'm just talking about me right now. And I'm not saying that in a prideful, selfish way. I'm just sharing my experience. Because that was another thing that I thought was odd about this post. It had beautiful, wonderful, positive comments. But of course, you know, you're going to get in 5,000 comments somewhere, something about a negative thing and somebody said it wasn't actually on my post but somebody who shared it a page shared it and somebody posted on their page and was like well I don't really appreciate that this author thinks that everybody is at this stage of life I didn't think anybody else was that I was purely writing my thoughts (laughs) in my you know um, reality in that moment I wasn't thinking I can't post this because not everybody is in this stage of life I was just posting it because that's what I was going through in that moment So if you're a reader out there, please, like, let's not think everything is all about us. Not everybody is in the same stage of life and not everything is for everyone. But anyway, I digress. Um, You know, when I post just the realness of a moment, I think is when people connect largely the most because even if you're not in that stage of life everyone could say oh well I have little ones right now I will remember this someday or you know they are um, way past that stage of life and just can relate or whatever it is Um, we as humans just connect in various ways and so I learned my lesson like just keep being real I feel like since I started my job um, outside of the home and simply living for him has become, I don't want to say less than like what it was. It's just that my time has been divided a little bit differently. And so there, I haven't been able to focus as much on the ministry right now. Um, I feel like, you know, the things that I do post are really those like real in the moment things. I'm not really trying so hard. And it's been like growing more than ever, which is kind of funny. But isn't that what I want, right? Because I only want my ministry to be real. Um, And actually, that brings me to one more thing to talk about. See, I told you this would be a mishmash of topics. Even though I said the last thing was the last thing, this is the last thing. So going forward into 2023, I have prayed long and hard like, all right, Lord, where do you want me? Because now I'm having a great opportunity right now to minister in person because I am working at my church as the director of outreach and I'm getting to plan events and I'm getting to do all the things, you know, right here that I love to do for my local church and the surrounding community. Um, And so we're planning events, just like I would do with Simple Living for Him. We're planning events and we're planning all kinds of things. And I really get to, um, as my job, which is like such a dream come true, to um, connect with people. And I just, I just love that. 
And so I'm like, okay, so Lord, what does that mean for Simple Living for him? Is like my time up here? It's been, I think Simple Living for him is like 12, no, thir- it's going to go on 13 years old this year. I'm like, is, is that it? Like, do I put the podcast away? I haven't been able to record devotionals lately. You know, as I said, I got two weeks behind on the podcast. I rarely write a blog post. I'm actually limiting my speaking engagements in the spring um, and not necessarily because of my church job, just because of our family events going on this year. So it's just like, you know, okay, Lord, are you having me fold up this ministry? And I have clearly saw him say no, not at all. You just need to manage your time better and really stay focused on just keeping your ministry here pure and let me do what I see fit with it. And as always, if it reaches one person or one million people, as long as that's who God wants to hear the message, that's where I'm good. So I think I have devised a plan uh, to simplify things for 2023 so that I can continue to do the podcast. Uh, I'm trying to, in this plan, figure out how devotionals are going to look because I really do enjoy doing uh, devotionals on YouTube and in my Simple Living for community. Um, But I'm not sure. I'm thinking I might either just do those on the podcast or go back to the way I was doing them at one time was on the podcast and on YouTube. Um, But I think I've devised a schedule for myself personally so that I can fit in very directed and purposeful time for Simply Living for Him, if that makes sense, so that I can be very um, purposeful and intentional about the time that I have and really being laser focused on a certain amount of time focused on simple living for him. Whereas before, before I was working out of the house, you know, I was able to kind of, uh, squeeze things in here and do things there. And now I need to be more targeted. So I'm feeling like I'm going to be very targeted in 2023 on these are the hours that I'm working at church. These are the hours that I'm scheduling for simply living for him. And of course, I still have to finish homeschooling my kids, right? That is always my main focus. My main ministry is my family. So I think I'm devising a plan for 2023 where I will actually maybe be able to even keep this ministry growing. Um, But again, to me, it's not about growing uh, for any other reason than as the Lord sees fit because I'm growing the kingdom and that's it. So we will see how that works for 2023. So thank you for um, just being patient and bearing with me for the past few weeks where things have been a little scattered. Um, But as always, family is my first ministry. And so I had my family home uh, for, you know, a week. And of course, I was focused on them. And so we got a little behind on the podcast, a lot behind on the devotionals. Um, But I'm still over there in my Simply Living for Him online community. And so I'd love for you to go join that if you are uh, looking for any type of Bible studies or scripture writing or memorization or just really great fellowship. You know, it's online. It's not... Uh, perfect because I think there's nothing greater than being together as Christians in real life, but it is definitely a place where you can find encouragement. Um, and it's so beautiful. There's no online drama. It's just completely focused on Jesus. So we'll continue with that until the Lord tells me to close it down. And so far he hasn't. And that's at simplylivingforhim.com community. Last thing, if you are 
uh, blessed by the podcast or by the ministry. I would love if you wanted, uh, if you feel so led to donate um, any amount to the podcast. You can be a regular donor. You can find that at anchor.fm. You can sign up to do a monthly donation. You could do a one-time donation at simplylivingforhim.com slash donate. Because as you know, it costs money to keep the community open for sure. I um, don't charge anything for the community yet. I do have to pay to keep that <laughs> to keep that going. So as long as we have donations coming in, it stays opened. Um, and obviously, uh, to keep the podcast and YouTube and everything else I do going, we rely on uh, donations and advertising and things like that. So I hope that you have been blessed by the podcast in 2022. I pray that 2023 will even bless those out there more. Uh, again, I'm not folding up the podcast, not folding up the ministry. We're still here, just trying to keep my head above water as we close out this year. And so I look forward to seeing you guys um, in the community, on social media. And if you are anywhere near uh, Chester, New Jersey, at one of the events that we'll be having at my local church that I am now running, you can find all that information as well on um, uh, on my social media, I share that often, or go to gracebiblechapelnj.org. And I hope to see you guys soon. Until the next time, I wish you all the blessings and joy in Jesus today.